super gluer. Welcome back. I am so glad you are here and a part of the super glue family. If you're like me, you are holding it together. You have so much going on. And today we're going to put a little balance back in our lives. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer and gear up for a kick ass day. So let's jump into the third agreement. We've been studying the book, the four agreements, and we're on the third one. And it says, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. So I want you to imagine no more waiting for people to give you what you want. When you haven't gotten what you need or what you want, you can ask them directly, right? And instead of thinking that people should know or be mind readers, we can have conversations to tear down walls instead of building walls and instead of holding on to hurts and not knowing what someone is really thinking, ask good questions. And we're going to talk today about how to ask good questions and be a good listener when questions arise. So... I can relate to this so much in my own marriage. Mark and I have been married for over 20 years. And as everyone knows, in marriage, you have your ups and downs. And, you know, I think one of the things that I've had to learn over the years is that Mark is not a mind reader. <laughs> he is not a mind reader. And there have been times, you know, on birthdays or whatever occasion, I'm going to use a birthday as an example, where I have felt like he didn't do enough or you know, uh, it, it's not for me ever about gifts. I'm not, that's not really a love language of mine. Um, in fact, I'm sorry to all of my friends out there. I'm not really a great gift giver. I want to be, and I would like to be generous. I just never know what to get people. I'm, I'm just, it's just not a strength of mine to think about good gifts. And so neither one of us really place that expectation on each other because it's, it's not his love language either. So we know that, but for me, I remember telling you before, I'm more of an affirmation person and I want to know that he planned something, he thought about my birthday, you know, he went out of the way and then, or out of his way and then he, you know, used all the right words, if you will, on my birthday. And so um, I, this has definitely come up for us a couple of times over the years um, in our marriage, not just once, but on particular holidays or birthdays where I feel like he didn't say enough or plan enough to show that he cared. And, you know, uh, in the early years of our marriage, I would just get really annoyed and I would get hurt and I would assume that he didn't love me enough or that he didn't care enough. Right. And, you know, I think after 20 years and really knowing each other and having conversation, I feel differently about this topic now because we've had so many conversations <laughs> and that poor boy, he is probably one of the nicest people you will ever meet if you get to really know him. Um, I know that our family and friends who really know him always are just like, wow, what a, an amazing guy. And he certainly is. And I can attest to that from the privacy of our home. However, he's just not super romantic. He just doesn't think of really unique or romantic things or ways to express his love, you know, on a birthday or whatever. And so it comes down to this assumption and things that you think that someone should know. And I've had to learn over the years to be really crystal clear about what I want. And that doesn't mean that he's trying to be disrespectful of me or he doesn't love me or he doesn't want 
uh, to make me feel good or that his intentions are bad. It truly is. He just needs a little coaching along the way. And after, you know, many, many years of coaching, he's definitely gotten better and uh, has really learned. But when we make assumptions, we put ourselves and each other and, and our relationships in a really bad spot. I also do this in my life and I've worked on this so much over the years, but I make assumptions that my words are going to be taken the wrong way. And I'm not really sure exactly where this comes from, except for um, probably at a couple of points early, early in my life, like in those developmental years and in childhood and early teen years, uh, there were times that my words were taken the wrong way. So I think I have those kind of bruises, if you will. Um, implanted. And we all have that. We can look back at something that we know we make assumptions about, and it's rooted in something from years ago. And I don't logically right now think that my words will be taken the wrong way because I know where my heart is and I've worked on not making assumptions, but I know this can be a trigger for me. So what does this look like? So if I speak honestly with someone and I'm super honest and, you know, I they asked and I shared, or maybe they didn't ask and I shared or whatever, but I'm, I'm speaking with honesty and I don't hear back right away. Like I don't get that affirmation. It also comes from the fact that affirmation is my love language. So I need to hear back that the words that were shared in honesty were not hurtful, but they were helpful. But sometimes I'll slip back in these old patterns and I'm like, maybe I upset her. You know, maybe she's offended. Like maybe I came off too strong. And almost always I am wrong about that. And the person comes back with an exact opposite response of what I was assuming. And they were just, you know, busy. Like people are busy. They don't get back to you at the the hot second that you, you know, reach out to them or whatever. And I think that we all fill in the gaps sometimes while we're waiting with assumptions. And when there's an unspoken word, we fill in the gaps. So I love this idea of the Enzo circle, it's from the Japanese tradition. And it's this idea that the circle never closes. And when a circle is left partially open, we tend to want to fill the gap, the the little piece of the circle that's not there. We don't have all the information and we fill it with negativity or some kind of assumption that's unhealthy. But in the Enzo circle concept, And uh, what I have really had to learn to train myself to do is fill it with love. Put love right in the gap. If the circle is not closed and you don't have all of the information, say a prayer, fill the gap with love, look at it from a perspective of love and see the other side. And we can save ourselves a lot of suffering. Proverbs 18, 13 says, if one gives an answer before he is heard, it is his folly and shame. So how many times have we jumped to a wrong conclusion, right? And uh, sometimes we do, we we have the wisdom to ask questions and we want to uh, get into conversation and ask questions and open up a conversation so that we are not filled with folly and shame and we, we can go into it without making assumptions. And we're like, okay, I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to listen so that we can better communicate. But how many times do we begin to start formulating our our response, you know, or or um, our our kind of our comeback or whatever in those kinds of conversations. So we have to carefully listen, and sometimes we need to listen until the person is all the way done before we begin to make assumptions. Assumptions 
that are often wrong or, or that are often not getting to the deeper concept of what someone is trying to say or share or why they've tackled something a particular way that they did. So careful listening can help us. My challenge to you, super, super gluer, is to fill the gap with love. Fill your Enzo circle with love today and let's get ready to pray. Father God, we come to you with full hearts, with full expression of love for you. Thank you so much for just helping us to slow down and have your grace to make more wise decisions, to have your grace to fill the gap with love. I think, Lord, sometimes love comes only from you. We don't have the ability to even do this work sometimes unless we put our egos down and we we look to you, a bigger, a higher power to you who is a model example of love, you who is all love. And you train us and you teach us and you show us to fill the gaps with love instead of assumptions. Help us to have the wisdom to do that and pour love over every super gluer as they may be wrestling with assumptions that are just untrue and getting feelings hurt unnecessarily. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.